Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When was the last time you wanted to do something, but all you could see were the obstacles in your way? What was that? Yesterday? Today? Five minutes ago? You are not alone. Today, you will learn how to make hard things easier. Welcome to About Progress. I'm Monica Packer a regular mom and recovering perfectionist who uncovered the truest model to dramatic but lasting personal growth. It's progress made practical. Join us to leave the extremes behind and instead learn how to do something to grow in ways that stick. This month marks our five-year anniversary. If About Progress has impacted your life for good in any way, would you do me the honor of sharing how in a podcast review? Your reviews are one of the easiest and yet most important ways you can support this show. Fun news, this month, your reviews automatically qualify you for a month long of giveaways I'm doing to celebrate our five-year anniversary. More on that giveaway is coming later in the show, but for now, here's to you and here's to five years of About Progress. For years and years, I either worked out 
early in the morning while Brad and the little kids were still asleep, or I ran with my kids right after breakfast in my huge running stroller. I couldn't run a lot though because of my bum knees, so that gym time was really important to me. It helped me have the mental stability I needed to be a mom of very young kids. But a few years ago, Brad got a new job that required him to be in San Francisco by 6 a.m. at latest. And that made his wake up call 5 a.m. And I knew there was no way I was going to wake up at 4 (laughs) a.m. to go to the gym. I also knew that I wanted to keep up with my new swimming habit and I couldn't run every day. And so for the first time in our young married with kids life, we decided to find a gym with good childcare. It took a while, but we found a local YMCA that many women swore by and that it had wonderful but affordable childcare. And it took a few months for my kids to finally adjust to that childcare. But just after they got adjusted, I had a baby. And he was decidedly not a fan. It felt like there was just one dumb obstacle after the next with me just trying to exercise. The only time that I really had for myself was that exercise time and everything kept getting in the way. From my bum knees not letting me run every day to not being able to have childcare anymore so I can just do a short workout at the gym. All I could see were those obstacles. Does this happen to you too? To me, that's an obvious yes, because you're human. This happens when you are committed to a new habit, a new goal, a new way to care for yourself or to connect with others, or even just a well-intentioned plan to finally clean that freaking closet that has been bothering you for the last year plus. But each time you stretch yourself and you make steps forward to doing those new things, there seem to be obstacles in your way. And sometimes those obstacles just keep on coming. Today, I'm going to teach you my favorite tool to make hard things easier. But first, let me acknowledge something for you. You are not making this hard up. This resistance that you are facing, it's not in your head. It's real, and it's part of the path to progress. Resistance means that every step you take to stretch yourself, to push yourself into the discomfort zone, to try even a little harder for the very best of things, you're going to have obstacles. The resistance will rise, and it can come in many forms. It can come internally with self-doubt or anxiety or stress. Or that resistance can come externally with obstacles presented by people in your life or circumstances that seem to just keep getting in your way. Again, this resistance, these obstacles you are facing, they are not your fault. And they do not mean you are cursed or that you are uniquely broken. One of the worst things we can do when we are facing these obstacles to the ways we are trying to stretch ourselves and grow, one of the worst things we can do is to blame and shame ourselves. So before we dig into the rest of this episode, I want you to break away from the shame. 
to stop blaming yourself for the issues that you continue to face, for the hard that keeps rising up when you're just trying to do good things. And if you want a little silver lining here, the best news about these obstacles is that that resistance shows you you are actually on the right path because that's what happens when you're doing something good and you are doing it right. Okay, so even though we know resistance means we're on the right path, we also want to be able to deal with this hard better. We want to make it easier. So after you've anchored into what I just told you of not going down that shame and blame cycle um, that will do nothing to help you face the resistance, here is the tool that I want you to remember to help make this hard easier. The tool is lower the hurdles. That's a phrase, and I want you to remember it. This is the tool, lower the hurdles. You may not be able to do away with the obstacles that are rising up for you altogether. And you definitely will not be able to push that resistance away overnight. But what you can do is lower the hurdles. Now, what does that look like? For me, it kind of takes on two different forms. But in order to figure out which of those forms you want to follow, you need to do the zoom out. You've heard this in a couple episodes ago when I talked about deprioritizing, I talked about zooming out and zooming in. So let's just zoom out. When you are facing resistance, when you keep getting obstacles right and left that are getting in the way of you doing the good things you want to do, when it's just hard to do good things, zoom out. Take an objective look at the obstacles that are acting as hurdles to your change and to your growth. Zoom out and take stock. That's it. Because once you can see those obstacles objectively, once you can track them, then you'll be able to better know what to do to lower the hurdles to those obstacles to make them easier to do. So this is what lowering the hurdles looks like. With those obstacles in mind, the two ways that you can lower the hurdles are to either one, make something easier, or two, make something harder. And that might seem a little confusing, but both of what these do is lower the hurdles to make it easier for you to still move forward. So in order to lower the hurdles again to your obstacles, you can either make something easier or make something harder. And I'm going to briefly explain these, okay? So when you make something easier, you are not removing the hurdle altogether. You're simply lowering it. And that's what I did with my working out story that I was telling you at the beginning of this episode. I could not remove the hurdle that Brad had to leave early enough for me to not have time to go to the gym and, you know, being up half a night with little kids too. (laughs) I could not remove the hurdle that the gym childcare was not working out for us. I couldn't remove the hurdle that I couldn't run for my exercise every day thanks to my knees but I could still lower the hurdle by making something easier to do. So for me, that meant I was going to make it easier to work out from home, to not have to go to the gym every day 
to have other things to do besides running with my kids, although I could still alternate with that so that I didn't ruin my knee. And I could still keep the gym pass that I had to to still go swimming on the weekends when Brad was around. So how did I make it easier to work out from home? Just a few things. I got an old treadmill for free from a friend who didn't need it anymore, and I put it in my already cramped garage, but we got it to squeeze in. I got a couple new weights from Target, just a 10-pound set and a 5-pound set. I ordered an affordable stationary bike eventually from Amazon, and I got the best home workout app. And this is a total free plug. I have to tell you, it's Wilma. Um, Meg Miles is the creator of it, and it's incredible. I've done it. I'm like now going on a tangent. I have done it for hmm, three and a half years without skipping it. Actually, three years without skipping a single workout. Anyway, so I got supplies. I made it easier to have things at home that helped me work out because it was already around. And about waking up early and like having long spaces of time, I couldn't lower that hurdle either. So I just made it easier to work out because I could get up even 20 minutes before my kids and go walking on the treadmill because I never ran on that treadmill. It was just for walking or go on the bike or do part of my strength training workout. And then I could do the second half with the kids, other kids after the big kids were dropped off at school. So whether I took them on a walk or they did a strength training um, session with me with my free weights that I had while my baby napped and By the way, my favorite way to work out at this time was to put on the Great British Baking Show on the TV, and I would have the app doing the workout, and my two-year-old would sit on the couch and watch it with me, and we talked about baking all the time. So that was another way we made it easier to do the workout. He could watch that little show with me, my baby was napping, and it lowered all the hurdles that I had. It didn't remove the obstacles I faced. It didn't put them all, it didn't fix them all overnight. But lowering the hurdles helped me repotentialize my options. They helped me see that I did have ways to to work out and to exercise because I've made it easier to do that in in different ways. That word for you, repotentialize, might sound familiar. This is something that we talked about in episode 347, early September, about how to leave martyrdom behind. So if you want to learn more about repotentializing, go back to that episode. But here's what I want you to remember. I want you to... To remember this question. How can you lower the hurdles by making something easier? Make it easier. Now, sometimes in order to make something easier, you have to make something else harder. I'm going to go back to an episode we did a few weeks ago on making over your morning routine. And we talked about how often an obstacle to a good morning routine is the phone because you are turning off the phone for your alarm in the morning and then you get sucked in, whether it's productivity or social media or whatever it might be. And before you know it, your morning routine time is totally gone, even if it's five minutes that you have before the start of your day. And that's an obstacle. One of the ways we tried to lower the hurdle to make of your morning with this example was to make something harder. And that was your phone use. So in order for you to make it easier to go through your morning routine, we made getting your phone harder, putting it across the room or charging outside the room, getting an alarm clock, the list goes on. Just little ways to make it harder to access an obstacle that was getting in your way, making it easier to do other things. Oh, that was a lot to explain, but I think we're getting it right. So you track your obstacles by zooming out, you take stock of them. 
And then with those obstacles in mind, you can better decide which of these you need to do or a combination of the two. How can you lower the hurdles by making something easier? And how can you lower the hurdles by making something else harder? I'm going to share more examples of both of these, but first, a quick word from this month's sponsor. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's do a quick recap before I give you more scenarios on how you can apply my tips to lowering your hurdles. Again, you're going to zoom out, take stock of your obstacles, and from there, lower the hurdles by either making something easier or making something else harder. Now I'm gonna give you the first scenario, and this is our first call-in from a real progressor. Her name is Rachel, and I'm so thrilled to share this with you. Hi, Monica. This is Rachel from Provo, Utah. And I was just calling with a little question. I know a lot of us as women um, tend to suffer from procrastination, and also perfectionism. And I was just thinking as we approach the holidays, how I feel like I can be a procrastinator and also a perfectionist when it comes to giving gifts around the holiday. I really want to work on this and become better at this so that I don't keep putting off gift giving and end up doing something that I feel isn't true to who I who I want to be as a gift giver, if that even makes any sense. So if you could please share some simple ways to get over the anxiety of giving gifts around the holidays and birthdays and anniversaries and all of that, um, I would really appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, Rachel, thank you so much for sending this in. And all of my close friends and family will be laughing when we hear this episode because I am literally the worst gift giver. (laughs) There's just this chip missing in my brain that it's really hard for me to remember dates and who belongs on what date. And I'm also not great at thinking about personalized gifts. So I relate to the struggle because I also feel the anxiety of wanting to show my loved ones that I do care for them and that I love them and I want to show that to them. So I get the struggle and luckily I've I've been able to lower some of the hurdles that are in the way for me and I can recommend them. But I just want to honor that this is something that matters to you. And it's good that it matters to you. It's okay that it matters to you. So before we lower the hurdles, zoom out. Objectively, what are the obstacles that are making this hard for you? 
Is it maybe time? Because it takes time to go to stores. Is it money? Is it having a good calendar system that reminds you of whose birthday is on what date? Is it having too high of expectations from those in your life? Like maybe, you know, there's just people that are hard to please. Is it not knowing what your loved ones would like? Like as you're approaching the holidays right now, you're thinking, I have no clue what this person would like, even though I love them. I don't know what they like. Maybe your obstacles are deeper. Like maybe you have this fear of not showing someone that you love them because you're not nailing this gift giving. So there could be many obstacles here, and it's best that you look at your own obstacles so that you can then know how to lower the hurdles. And with that, I have just a few ideas on possible ways you could lower the hurdles by making gift giving easier to do. And these are going to be a little bit more blanket because, again, I don't know what your obstacles are, but I try to cover a bunch of them here in ways that you can make it easier. So here's some ways that you can lower the hurdles by making it easier. Maybe you could keep a running list of what the most important people are in your life are and what they like and have that be an ongoing thing you can reference. Like if they just mentioned something, you have a note in your phone for that. Maybe you can have a gift closet in your home that's full of things that a lot of people typically like or different groups of people, whether that's kids or girlfriends or family members. For the holidays especially and upcoming birthdays, what if you were just to ask your loved ones to straight up tell you what they want, to have a list to, for them to give you the ideas? What if instead of doing gifts altogether, if that's a real anxiety-ridden thing for you and it's, it's just it's, it's something that you are struggling with, maybe you can forego gifts and instead create experiences together if some people are on board. Like that works really well with kids, I find, in our family. Uh, and finally, one more. Like maybe you can use an online birthday sis, um, reminder system that links with your calendar. Like I did this years ago. I sent out an email to all my friends and family and they just submitted their birthday to it and then it just linked to my calendar. But that was so long ago that it's pretty outdated, but I'm pretty sure there was going to be other birthday reminder systems online like that. So there's a few examples on how you can make gift giving a little easier. And I told you I'd share my example. Mine was to have a birthday basket for my girlfriends, because for me, that was the thing that kept coming up. Oh, it's so-and-so birthday today, or so-and-so's birthday was yesterday. And it might be like my best friend. And I'm like, holy crap. Or Brad might tell me, oh, my mom's birthday is tonight and it's 5.30 already. Like we're going to go celebrate her cake. I'm like, what? So for me, it was mostly about women around my age or a little older. And so what I did is I just have a basket of things that I get in, in bulk. So when I see a sale at J. Crew or at, at J. Crew Outlet or Loft, I get a ton of awesome earrings for like $7 each. I get bath bombs online that I from Amazon that I can then divvy up into different um, gifts, um, makeup remover towels that I can separate, face masks that I can separate into different gifts, journals, notebooks, cute pens, candles, the list goes on. Just things that I see. And whenever I see something that could go in the gift basket, I get a bunch of them. And from that gift basket, I have a few gift bags too that I just pull out one of those and put in a different collection of different uh, different items. 
and they love it. And it makes me feel better because I am honoring them, even if it's a day later. It's lowered the hurdle so much for me and made it easier for me to remember my my friends' birthdays and my family members. So that was my idea. And I just want to pass this over to you now, Rachel. Like, how can you lower the hurdles and make things easier? Make those obstacles easier. Okay, whether it's the upcoming holidays you're facing or girlfriend's birthdays or kid birthdays, what are the obstacles and how can you lower the hurdles by making it easier? And I'm sure there's a lot of progressors listening who have really good ideas. So I think we're going to do a post on Instagram the week that this airs where you can share your ideas on this specific scenario. Okay. We'd shared one specifically about lowering the hurdles. Next, what I'm going to do is instead of giving one scenario on how you can apply the other tip of making things harder to do, um, I'm going to give a couple rapid fire scenarios on how you can lower the hurdles by making things harder. So here are a couple for you. Again, we're going through these a little quick. Do you really want to get better at attending social events? but you keep making excuses and backing out. And that's totally me. This one's for me. You can make it harder to back out by carpooling with a friend who is counting on you. That's one example. Next one. Do you have an upcoming deadline, whether it's work or a church-related thing, something where someone is relying on you to get something done, but you keep getting distracted by social media while you work on your computer? You can make it harder by turning off the Wi-Fi on your computer or putting yourself, your phone on a shelf or in another room. Next one, are your kids driving you crazy by the endless messes they are making? Make it harder to make those messes by purging a ton of their toys or belongings. Another way you can make it harder is to rotate your toys so only a few baskets of different types of toys are out at a time and others go in boxes in the garage and you keep rotating them out. So it's harder to make huge messes because there's fewer items. Maybe you can have really messy toys that are kind of like, I don't know, tons of Legos or like those little craft elastics that we are making those bracelets with forever that can explode all over a room. Maybe you can make those kind of messy toys in a special cabinet under lock and key so the kids need permission to pull them out. Or like get that Lego bag thingy. I've been meaning to get that for my boys. Okay, there's a few examples on messes, how to make it harder. And to let you go, before I let you go, I'm going to give you one more scenario that combines both tips to lowering the hurdles. It makes, you can make something easier to lower the hurdle, or you can make something harder to lower the hurdle. Let's say that you really want to get back into reading again, and you want to settle down at night with a book. But you find yourself getting caught in loops of productivity or numbing behavior around the house. You can make it easier to get back into reading by starting with a book that you actually want to read, not that you feel like you should read. You can make it easier by placing a couple books that you want to read in places around the house where you tend to get lost in cycles of productivity, like maybe next to the kitchen sink. Um, That's just an example. You can make it easier by putting an alarm on your phone at a certain time at night that reminds you it's time to put things down, whether that's productivity or numbing behavior, and to start to wind down with that really amazing book. 
Okay, those are examples on how to make it easier to read. Here's how you can make it harder. And I'm thinking more about the numbing behavior first. So to make the numbing behavior harder, you can put time limits on the ways you numb. On your phone, there's settings that you can put limits on your phone use after a certain time. And on your TV, make it harder with time limits. You can make productivity harder by having a family member or a friend that you're accountable to, someone that you check in with when you are checking out of productivity for the night and have some reward systems with that. So that way you are really motivated to not continue down productivity or the numbing path because if you do, so-and-so, you owe them $5 or they owe you $5 when they get caught in the productivity or numbing loop. Okay, so I think we covered everything. Before I let you go though, just know that none of these are prescriptions. I can't give you those, but I do hope that all the examples we went through can give you a path on how to do this for yourself. Lowering the hurdles on the obstacles that you are facing will never be perfect and you can expect a mess, but you can also expect to still create traction in the ways that you want to improve by lowering the hurdles that are in your path. And bit by bit, those small wins you are building will continue to build over time to incredible progress that is within your reach. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. I'm going to give you the cliff notes of this episode, which I call the progress pointers. And if you want this in a cute graphic each week, every Tuesday, we send that graphic out in our Go Get Our Newsletter. Number one, whenever we stretch ourselves, we will face obstacles that resist that stretching. Two, don't blame yourself for the resistance you face. Instead, lower the hurdles. Three, first, zoom out to track your obstacles. And four, then lower the hurdles by making something easier and or making something harder. Your do something challenge for this week is to lower a hurdle you are facing and make something easier to do. I really can't wait to see what examples you come up with and how you apply this in your life. And I hope that you will share it on um, Instagram. I'm at About Progress. You can do your own post or you can just DM me. I can't wait to see what you are doing. And as you do that, you can use the hashtag do something challenge if you like. You don't have to either. You can just DM me and I get to spotlight many of you who are sending these things in on an ongoing basis. So this week for the Progressor Spotlight, I want to spotlight some new friends from the Frugal Friends podcast. And we were talking about moments, focusing on moments instead of big blocks of time with our uh, responsibilities and our relationships and how to balance the two last week on the episode. And they told me, quote, we named our son Kairos and Basically, that means seize the moment in Greek. So we always have it as a reminder, unquote. I love that. I love that they named their son Cairo so that they can be remem- they can be reminded to seize the moments. It was so fun to have our first call in. If you have a question or a scenario you need help with, call in to the show. Go to aboutprogress.com slash call in to learn how. We're going to say goodbye now. Before we go, be sure to join our big five giveaway. It's so easy. Just leave a review if you haven't or share the show on IG and tag me. That's it. That's it, my friends. I want to thank you so much for listening to the show and for sharing it and for being here. Now go and do something with what you learned today. So again, 
Use the code PROGRESS for 10% off at the... Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.